Hey, man, is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is the Garage Rock Show podcast. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash the Garage Rock Show to become a monthly supporter. And make sure to check us out online at thegaragerockshow.com and make sure to give us a like and a follow on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash podcast. It's Friday. It's time for another episode of the Garage Rock Show podcast. Chris here with our special guest this week. George, good to have you back man hey how's it going good good and uh joining us for the first time chris what's going on man hey how's it going man good good thank you guys for joining us thank this you. week uh always uh make sure you guys check us out of course the garage and however you get your podcast the garage rock show podcast just type it in there this week's giveaway we got some stuff uh to give it away uh new albums from bad religion age of unreason Jimi hendrix both sides of the sky cd pink floyd early years dvd cd combo or Long Strange Trip, Untold Story of the Grateful Dead Blu-ray. You can win any of those, your choice. All you got to do is text the word PODCAST to 68683. Go through the steps, confirm your entry for this week's giveaway. Good luck. Uh, All right, episode number 64, Friday, June 14th, 2019. New albums out this week on the Billboard charts. We're looking at some of these. Uh, Bad Books, Baroness has a new album, which is... uh, I played the single on the garage before. It's pretty, pretty darn good. The album's called Golden Gray. Uh, who else? Anybody grabbing your eyes, guys? Um, Boss. Bruce Springsteen. Madonna. Uh, Madonna, right? Oh, yeah, I love me Madonna. Mada- Madam X. Uh, and then Bruce Springsteen's Western Stars. Iron and Wine, Calexico, Kate Tempest, Bill Callahan, Bastille. Lucas Nelson, which is Neil um, Neil's um, son, uh, Promise of the Real. Or, excuse me, Willie's son, playing with Neil Young's um, side group. It's the backing band for Neil Young nowadays is Promise of the Real. That's who usually Neil Young tours okay. with as his backing band. And Lucas Nelson is the son of Willie Nelson. And so they have their own band, Lucas Nelson and Promise of the Real. They have a new album out, so there you go. And look, you got Bruce Springsteen. He's still around. Yep, Bruce Springsteen's uh, Is, is that an Star. actual like new recording? Yeah. Yes. I believe so. Uh, and then Mateel Old Man Ludecky, I never heard of that guy. Uh, Chris Robinson from Black Crows. Black Crows, Chris Robinson Brotherhood. Black um, Crows Milk. Yeah, Servants of the Sun, their new album, <laughs> Black, Black Crows Milk. That's right. That's right. We should get an endorsement going That's on. Right. right? I bet you he would do it. He, sure. he, he might be up for it. Cheryl Crows Milk. Uh, Two Door <laughs> Cinema Club, Ex Ambassadors. Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds oh, all have new albums out. Yeah. Uh, so check that out. All right, rock headlines this week. Uh, we were talking about this a little bit off air. Unfortunately, this is just starting to come to light, even though this happened about, what was it, um, almost 11 years ago. Uh, a, master, a massive amount of master recordings are revealed lost in this 2008 fire. So it happened 11 years ago, and, and it, we're just finding out about it right now. Yeah, because at the time, all they talked about was the movie theater and the movies that were lost and things like that. Uh, but nobody talked about the Universal Vault that had uh, this huge thing on this so, Hollywood lot. So is this like the original master tapes that yes. were recorded yeah so what they're saying is a lot of the stuff you're gonna hear now is just gonna be copies of copies it's not gonna be the real uh real master recordings well you would think that they had already taken those recordings because tape loses value anyways like you can you can have a master tape and if it's got the analog tape it'll downgrade so it seems like you would want to digitally copy that as early as possible, wouldn't you? And hopefully they did. Some of them, but some of them haven't. Um, that's the thing. A lot of them, like the masters usually is when you start going through the masters and you get the outtakes, right? You get all the deep cuts, you get the stuff, the studio banter, all that stuff. That stuff's going to be forever gone all, on right. all of these. And with Universal, they kept a lot of those tape uh, rolls and reels in the most pristine condition. They were the best kept stuff in the world they had the best facilities for that look at that library so look at this list guys of all the masters that were destroyed for elton john eric clapton the eagles i mean it just goes on and on nine inch nails guns and roses uh yeah billy holiday tupac shakur um chuck berry 
Sammy Davis Jr., Fats Domino, Quincy Jones, Neil Diamond. I mean, it's pretty wow, pretty crazy. At the time, the fire focused on the damage to the film, TV, and theme park properties. Uh, But Time Magazine, or excuse me, New York Times, revealed that more than 118,000 assets were destroyed, containing a half a million individual recordings from DECA, Chess, Impulse, MCA, Geffen, and others. Um, Apparently, the maintenance workers were using blowtorches to repair the roof of a new set of this colonial-style buildings, and the fire broke out after they left about 5 a.m., they reached this building known as uh, the vault, the video vault. It housed videotapes, film reels, and crucially, a library of master sound recordings owned by UMG. Um, hundreds of firefighters responded to the fire. They had to dismantle the building, which, like, basically just like you know, screwed all that stuff up. They valued it as at 150 million, but I would think that would be a quite a bit more. Um, what? Yeah. Once you take into uh, consideration the value lost of the tapes themselves yeah i mean it's pretty um it's it's pretty pretty steep uh when you think about it so uh all right that's just a bummer to be hearing about that stuff but it is what it is right yeah um okay this was some more bummer news as KG elephant is canceling their european tour after their guitarist has injured their leg and it looks pretty damn uh, severe. Look at he ruptured his PCL, tore his ACL, damaged his meniscus, and fractured his tibia. Jesus. He was uh, while performing at the Pink Pop Festival in Netherlands. Ouch. Yeah. So I wonder how that happened. He apparently tried to play through the injury uh, rather than cancel the tour. But after two shows, uh, it was just he needed surgery, and he's under professional care. So he tried to be a trooper and probably just ended up making it worse. You know. Uh, the six canceled gigs include uh, the Isle of Wight Festival and some other big ones. They have a tour with Beck coming up in North America. Um, they set, that's set to begin July 11th, uh, so we'll see if that gets canceled or not. We'll just maybe he can get the same chair that uh, what Foo oh, Fighters yeah. gave Guns and Roses. Go, yeah, Axel used yeah, it too. That's the throne, or was it point. the other way around? No, it was. You're Foo right. Fighters had it because Dave Grohl broke his leg. Yeah, and then. He gave it to Axel when he needed to do it for ACDC, I think, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah he was on tour with them, and uh, he used it for that. And I think someone else used it, too, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> even after that. Just keep it going, man. Yeah, right? It's pretty awesome. Okay, so uh, more rock news. A festival got announced, I guess. This is the first ever. It's called Wonderfront, and it's in San Diego. Um, it's not too strong of a lineup but it's the first one ever so it's kind of hard some of those first ones san diego november 22nd through the 24th uh the first day looks like slightly stupid ben harper mgmt walk the moon thievery corporation there's some there's some good ones in there uh here and there uh, a lot of uh, you know a lot of electronic stuff there uh and then they have tony hawk's huck jam stage with pennywise suicidal tendencies the vandals and x with DJ Z Trip, so that's kind of interesting. So it looks like Tony Hawk's got his own stage. That's my favorite stage right there. I know. Yeah, that's, that's kind of that's the only reason. That I sounds like fun. <laughs> kind of mentioned it was. I think that. that's the only reason I, I yeah, would go to that. You would go right. I mean, for, those for cats Tony and Hawk's X, stage. they can all order off the senior menu. But <laughs> I've seen them twice in the last ten years, and they rock as hard as they did in 1979. Yeah, right on. Yeah. So that's going on. I would I would check it out for that stage as well. The Tony Hawk's one, right? Uh, Absolutely. So wonderfrontfestival.com. Check that out. And Dahlia is joining us in the studio. Hey, Dahlia. Yay. What's up, Garage Rock Show listeners? I only came for the trivia, so. Oh, well, you're almost just in time. <laughs> All right. We've got a couple more stories to, to get to. Uh, Woodstock 50 has lost its venue now, guys. Uh, it lost its investors, and now it's lost the venue. A facility. Oh, this is a new one? A new news release? Yeah. This is different. <laughs> because before, they're still trying to put this on, apparently. Well,. Okay, so wasn't it okay? There's Woodstock is going to have a 50th anniversary, right? And then, oh, now they're not going to have it because um, the investors are pulled in, pulled out, and then the artists then, aren't showing up, and then the promoter comes out and's like, "No, we're still doing it." Yeah, it's still happening. So this is now the thing. And this is now a thing that nope. the, the racetrack has pulled out of its contract with the events. It's really not looking good for 
for I don't Woodstock see how he's, 50. Yeah, I don't think he's going to happen. Uh, so Watkins Glen pulled out. Uh, so they, they said they will be not hosting the Woodstock 50 Festival. So uh, the judge ruled that Dentsu did not right have to uh, cancel the festival. They did not have the right to do that, which was the um, investor. So they he actually won in that court case, I guess. Apparently, oh really? So uh, it did. It also did not have to return its money to the festival. So that's interesting as well. So then the festival's production partner Superfly canceled its contract with Woodstock Fifty, while agents for the acts slated to perform. This is what we were saying. Uh, they canceled, and so Michael Lang secured a new financial partner while working to get a permit, a permit for the concert. And if the show goes forward, it's still happening August 16th through the 18th. And, I mean, the lineup is still kind of theoretical, but I don't know. It's just crazy, right? I don't know. I want to see that lineup. You haven't seen it yet? Yeah, that was... That's some good... I mean, that's some really good names. It was a solid lineup, and people were, you know, stoked about it. They had the the old veterans from the original one, Santana, John Fogarty, but... And the alternative... You One. notice how they have Robert Plant and then they have Greta Van Fleet right after him? <laughs> Say that again, George. The, the competing festival? Or yeah, that's still going on. Not necessarily, but just alternative one? Yeah, that one's the more authentic one as it has all of those bands on the bottom plus a lot of other ones like Almond Brothers, The Dead, uh, some other guys. Uh, yeah, that one's still going on. And it's the same weekend. And it's closer oh. to the original site of Got Woodstock. It. That's still going on. Okay. This one was going to be at Watkins Glen at the Speedway, so this is not happening anymore. So, Yar, you hear that? That's the sound of Mother Nature. She's an uncompromising beast. Think about it. What was the largest mammal in the history of this earth? The blue whale. What did they eat to become the largest beasts on the planet? Krill. That's right. We've harnessed the power of the wild and mysterious krill in our new triple baleen filtered krill reserve lager. We filter our beer in a revolutionary baleen strainer, imitating the way blue whales would eat and process their krill. Yar, this is the same process, filters, and extracts all of the seaworthy nutrients your body needs. We only harvest the most wild and exotic krill from one of the most deadly seas on the planet. The Black Sea, yar! So whether you're fishing for barnacles, sailing the seven seas of cheese, or disposing of unwanted trash or bodies in your nearest lake, yar! You need an uncompromising lager made of the same nutrients that fuel the beasts of the sea. Krill Reserve Lager. Triple baleen filtered for maximum krill potency. It's not just delicious, it's krillicious. Yar! All right. Check this out. This was kind of scary. This weekend, Bonnaroo is happening in Tennessee. So if anyone's listening out there, be safe. They found apparently a man charged uh, after a pipe bomb was found four miles from the Bonnaroo site. They've arrested this man. He's wearing like a looks like a tie-dye type of shirt. (laughs) Looks kind of like a dude you'd see out at a festival or something. They found two pipe bombs in Manchester, Tennessee on Walker Street about 9 a.m. Wednesday morning. He was booked into the jail Late Wednesday night on a hundred thousand dollar bond. Hey, Charlie, get that get that squeaker out of there. Get that squeaker. Um, Every studio should have a dog. I know, right? <laughs> Just no squeakers. Get the squeaker. <laughs> it's gonna be uh, ruin it with his squeak in there. All right. He wants to play. He wants to get on the podcast. Uh, all right. So there. Anyway, so be safe, people out there in Tennessee. Apparently, it's not that big of a deal, but. Um, you know, still, just be aware. So, Tool, raking in more than $3 million from just three shows. You guys see this? Oh, just I believe it. $1.1 million for each show in Kansas City, St. Louis, and uh, where else? Oh, so it was two in uh, St. Louis and then one on Kansas City. He made $1.1 million for each. Of course, it doesn't take into travel expenses and things like that, but still, that's like... For an album that you know that hasn't come out yet, a band that hasn't released new music in over 13 years, they're still able to get a million over a million dollars a show. Their fan following is huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy, right? The band's long-awaited fifth studio album is coming out August 30th, so uh, can't wait for that. So look at this data releasing on streaming payouts. 
What do you guys think of this info here? This was released by a rock band by the name of Kohler's on their Facebook page, showing how much an artist gets paid for streaming services typically. One stream on YouTube equals about a half of a half of a half of a half of a cent. One stream on Spotify is about a half of a half of a half of a cent. <laughs> and the, the, the most generous one is Tidal at 0.01, which actually gives a full cent, uh, 1.2 cents for each stream, which is the most generous out of all of these. All the other ones are less than half of a half of a cent. So to get any kind of money... You have to have millions of streams. To yeah. So they say like 1 million streams on YouTube is about $690. Does that make about? Does that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. I mean, does that seem fair? Or do you think that should be higher? What do you guys think? I mean, is well, that does that seem reasonable? Well, if you're trying to make a career on it, you're gonna definitely have to have a lot of followers and have them, you know, watching all your streams at all the, all the time. Yep, it's just one of those things where if that's what you want to do, I mean, it's nice for supplemental. Like, you know, if I, you're, I follow a couple uh, different. Uh, no, go ahead. Keep talking. I follow a couple different. Uh, um, YouTube, you know, personalities, I guess you would say. Yep. And I, c- I can see how many streams they get. And they get these awards, like these gold awards that look like the button and the, the represent the streams. What's a typical number of a view, like on some of the videos you watch? Like how many views? It might be like 1.5 million views right. or something like that. Yeah, so they get about like... Seven hundred and fifty dollars at that but stage they, on the video. But then they also have side things like these called uh, p- Patreon sites, where they, where people actually sign up for those and they get these bonus contents right. and stuff like that. And they and that's where they really make the big bucks because then they're actually getting a subscription to these people and these people are actually paying them uh, five bucks a month or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Twitch is the same way. I watch Twitch a lot and a lot of the people on there they get five dollars and they split it fifty. 50. But you get a like Twitch is better on you that. You get 500 end. people paying you five bucks a month. That's a lot of money. It adds it, up. It's a ton of money. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Um, all right. <clears throat> Check it out. More rock news. Radiohead officially releasing leaked recordings because apparently this guy threatened. Uh, apparently, he hacked uh, their computer and stole these recordings from Radiohead and he was threatening to release them, right? So, check this out. Uh, Radiohead had made a statement. Guitarist Johnny Greenwood said. Uh, quote, we got hacked last week. Someone stole Tom's mini disc archive from around the time of OK Computer and apparently demanded $150,000 on threat of releasing it. So instead of complaining much or ignoring it, we we're releasing all 18 hours on Bandcamp in aid of Extinction Rebellion just for the next 18 days. So for about $23, you can go find out <laughs> if we should have paid that ransom, end quote. <laughs> so I think that's kind of cool. They got ahead of them, and they just said, I like fuck it. it, we put it out there, you know? Yeah. No, I remember hearing about this. Well, they've always been smart, too. I mean, weren't they the first band that had the pay-what-you-want album? The In Rainbows album? Yeah. You could pay as little as 99 cents, yeah. I think. And you that's can... just continuing with the theme right here, what they're doing. Yeah. And... <laughs> I like what they said about it. They're like, hey, yeah, you guys can download this for, you know, really cheap. It's like hours and hours and hours what they're trying to ransom. Yeah, 18. You can pretty much have it. But meh, you know, don't judge us on it. It's like, it's not very good. Yeah, you can find (laughs) out if we should have paid that ransom, right? Because they're like thinking in their mind, maybe it's really not worth that. What is it? Only (laughs) tangently interesting or tangently interesting. What does that say? Uh, Or never never intending intending for a public... Consumption. Tangenitin. I don't even know what he's, he's using. Some yeah, some fancy word. Thank I don't you, know. thank you, George. Uh, I don't know what that means. Anyway, so let's move on. Speaking <laughs> of reissues, rarities, deep cuts, and all that stuff, Stone Temple Pilots is reissuing a 25th anniversary Super Deluxe Edition of Purple. Uh, it's coming out with bonus tracks, uh, and it's oh, so it's coming out Friday, June 7th. And oh well, the actual Super Deluxe Edition doesn't come out until September 13th. It includes a remastered version of the original studio album, unreleased versions of tracks, rarities, all that good stuff. Uh, so check that out if you're a fan uh, coming out later this year. Here's an interesting one, guys. 
Trent Reznor signs off on Miley Cyrus Nine Inch Nails covers. What? <laughs> I can't wait to see which one this is. Dahlia, I know that you know. Uh, one, there's one song that she does, right? That you're a fan of. Uh, I know. I know which one's the Flaming be. Lips one or the <laughs> Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds that they did with the lips. Uh, yeah, that was kind of cool. And then what's the one that she that you um, play quite a bit? Well, it was like two years ago, but like she did this really cool track with the flaming flaming lips called Karen, and that Karen, was a cool track. That's the other one, mm, I don't and it's, that. it was with the flaming lips, and it was kind of like this um, single that came out, and it was interesting. I never heard of that. So I mean, she's done stuff with interesting bands, yeah. right? So I don't know, could be kind of cool. What do you think? No. Uh, well, knows? I mean, does this mean she's going to do one song of his? Or what does that mean? Is is she gonna do like a cover song or like a whole bunch of covers or what does this mean? It says okay. Okay, so it says Trent Reznor is apparently fine with the Netflix series Black Mirror, taking several nine inch nails songs and remixing them for a new episode called Rachel, Jack, and Ashley 2. The episode stars Miley Cyrus as a pop star named Ashley O, who sings popular versions of Nine Inch Nails classics such as Head Head Like a Hole. So he does it for the the episode of Black Mirror on Netflix. And uh, they say about Trent, he said, quote, he thought it was all very funny. He found all of the dark comedy very entertaining. There's lots of dark concepts in the film. And we just uh, enjoyed a childish subversion of them, end quote. So it's not like she's going to release an album, apparently. But it's uh, releasing on that Netflix Black Mirrors. Okay, series. so he arranged it himself. So <clears throat> sounds cooler in he that actually, context. Yeah. He actually has a yeah. hand in it artistically, right. right? And he's been doing a lot of the soundtracks with Atticus Ross for like Bird Box, mid '90s. He did a lot of the soundtracks for those films, and he's also handling Damon Lindelof's upcoming Watchmen series on HBO. He's going to be doing the soundtrack uh, for all of that. So cool. Let's move on to some more rock news. Metallica names a new distiller for the band's blackened whiskey. Uh, Rob Dietrich he's the new master distiller of the band's recently launched brand of whiskey Uh, so he's going to be overseeing the sourcing blending the uh, last one died didn't he? yeah he he passed away so it was the predecessor Dave Pickerell he died suddenly last November uh, where he was scheduled to take part in the annual whiskey fest event so um, there you go you can get it for about $43 in California, Wisconsin, New York and Florida I have yet to try it neither I would give it a shot. I don't know. That seems kind of steep, though, man. Forty-three bucks. Uh, what do you guys think of Corey Taylor's new mask and Slipknot? People are giving him shit. He apparently recorded, or uh, excuse me, made it in a collaborative effort with uh, horror film legend uh, George. Uh, it looks like or, a melted me, Tom milk Savini. jug. I know, right? Some people are saying it just looks like a milk jug that somebody took a lighter to. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, shit. So horror legend Tom Savini uh, has done a lot of like uh, you know special effects and uh, masks and stuff. He designed it, and I'm kind of scratching my head at it too. Like it doesn't seem like I don't know. Like it's not. I don't know. It's just kind of well, silly. Like we we could have made that. Yeah, it almost <laughs> seems just like a clear. Just you know, I don't know. It looks like it's maybe like made out of gel or something. You know, like I, I'm not sure. It doesn't look plastic necessarily, but. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, I don't know. People are giving him shit for it. And he's like, oh, I think it's funny. I think it's great, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, more rock news. Muse frontman Matt Bellamy bought his guitar company, Manson Guitar Works. He's become Is the that mid- the one that has the little computer thing that's built into it? Yeah. It's got this, you can see it. It looks on like it uh, has a Fen- Fernandez or Staniac or whatever in the front. See it on the right there? I think yeah. I got a picture of, of oh, yeah. some of the stuff there. Um, so yeah, he's been with Manson for over twenty years uh, on the same guitar company, and so I really like Muse, and I like his guitar work and stuff. He's actually really talented. The, I agree. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Um, uh, and their new album, Simulation Theory, they're on tour with that one uh, in Europe right now. Uh, all right, guys, more rock news. I think we're getting to the last stories of the week here. Tommy Lee fires back at Courtney Love. She dissed the dirt. She said it was the dumbest Netflix film ever. <laughs> she said, quote, we watched the dumbest Netflix film ever called The Dirt. It's so stupid and vile about women. It's just fucking dumb. We all got our bodies worked on and watched this white rapper named Machine Gun Kelly. And we just made jokes. I was like, when's Ozzy going to snort the ant? Then within seconds, he snorted the ant. Then the Nikki Six character was like, I have a new girlfriend. She's sweet. She's wonderful. And I was like, her name is heroin. Two seconds later, her name is heroin. 
After Love's comments went viral, Tommy Lee took to sli- uh, Twitter and said, Hey, Courtney, when's your movie coming out? Oh, wait, never. But Courtney Love has actually <laughs> acted in several movies. Uh, but I just thought it was kind of funny, right? Have, have you seen it, Chris? The Dirt? Yes, I've seen it a, f- a couple times. It's it's very campy. Yeah. Very. Like, if you approach it in that, in that, you know, if you approach it that way, it's going to be campy. I mean, you just... Yeah, it's too bad they didn't do it justice, right? Like, I mean, it could have been a cool, authentic. Well, I read the book. I read the book, and to me, I just kind of picture it as Nikki Six. You know what I mean? And I, yeah, right. And I really liked the book. The book was a really, actually, a really good story, and it like told the whole story. Didn't really, right? um, But yes, they were in the storyline that I read about the dirt. They talked a little bit about the womanizing or whatever, right? But it didn't seem like a main focus line and and the dirt was kind of along those lines but i think it was just really campy and it just made a joke about the whole thing yeah that sucks i don't like it when it when it happens that way i'd rather be more authentic and be more serious you know than a campy jokey kind of movie right i just couldn't imagine how they could have done it or any director could have possibly done it yeah fair enough um, all right, so Rush has a new movie coming out. It's called Cinema Strongiado, an annual exercise in fan indulgence. Uh, 2019 feature starring, of course, the the Rush guys. It's highlights from the live on the big screen for the, for the first time uh, tour uh, and with exclusive interviews from Billy Corgan, Tom Morello, Taylor, Taylor Hawkins, and more. It's in theaters worldwide one night only, Wednesday, August 21st. So check that out. That sounds like fun. Cinemastrongiato.com and type in your zip code. Um, so there you go. Um, it's from their tour. Um, what was it? The 2015 R40 40th anniversary tour, which was pretty awesome. Uh, great, great fucking tour. Crow milk, of course, is the protein-based milk uh, dairy product made with the eggs of crows, which we all know the eggs of crows are some of the most fortified eggs in the bird kingdom. Charles, you know from harvesting crow's eggs uh, yourself. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The the fortification and benefits of these crow's eggs. Yeah. Sometimes you can just crack one open in your mouth and get the raw nutrients like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. But crow's milk does so much more. It, it not Helps only with inflammation. It, it, it not only harnesses yeah. the power of the crow egg, but it it <laughs> blends it up in dairy based product that is just uh, second to mm-hmm. none. You know? And it truly gives you that it truly gives you that that scavenger chest. Like it <laughs> it really it makes you it you makes know. you have the mindset of a crow. You can see those crows on the street where you're yeah. driving your car, <laughs> and they don't move out of the way. Yeah, because they're fucking jacked up on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you could be the same way. You know, you could just have that I don't give a fuck mentality. Yeah, on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. Crow. Yeah, crow milk. Drink it. <laughs> Drink it and and be one with with your own um with your karma. Harness the power of the crow. Harness the power of the crow. Crow milk. So thank you, crow. Let's move on. Dahlia's here for it. Let's get to it. Yes, you ready, I'm Dahlia? I'm leaving after this. All right. <laughs> On this day in music history trivia, June 14th, 1986, at Giant Stadium in New Jersey, this band headlined their last concert on the tour, which benefits Amnesty International. They have plans to record an album, but scrap them. The group does not play live again until 2007. Was it A, The Police, B, Led Zeppelin, or C, The Eagles? Dahlia, you go first. Oh, man. That's a tough one. Uh, it is a tough one because headline. all of these bands, I did my research, and all of them got back in I'm, 2007. I already know who I'm picking. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going with the police. That's, the police? That's my answer. I was. It was Any either reason? between them or the Eagles. Um, No, no. I'm just going. I'm just Go going for it. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. All right. What do you guys think? It's most definitely the police. Uh, well, I was going to go Led Zeppelin, but... Led Zeppelin? You're saying police for sure, George? Oh, yeah. I should have recused myself from this <laughs> Yep, here's the album. It's the police. Uh, 1986 concert. The Human Rights Concert. A Conspiracy of Hope. Amnesty International. But the there was a lot of bands on there. Um, let's see if I can zoom in. Bob Geldof, Peter Gabriel... Uh, Joni Mitchell, The Police, Lou Reed, Miles Davis, Jackson Brown, Joan Baez. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, it was pretty cool. U2, I think, was on there. 
Uh, it was all for a good cause. So anyway, there you go. Double trivia edition, though, guys, here. We got one more here in the country world. On this day in 1961, Patsy Cline gets in a nasty car accident in Nashville when she is thrown through the windshield. She is hospitalized for about a month, during which time she is visited in the hospital by this woman who will become her protege. Is it A, Dolly Parton, B, Linda Ronstadt, or C, Loretta Lynn? What do you think? Ooh. Who's Patsy Cline's protege? I'm going to, God, I want to say Loretta Lynn, but Linda Ronstadt's like really coming. I'm going to go with Loretta Lynn. Okay. Same. Loretta Lynn. Okay. George? I've seen Coal Miner's Daughter a handful of times. Okay. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> Loretta Lynn. Loretta Lynn is it. Uh, that's uh, Patsy Cline's protege. And uh, so there you go. Good we job. Used to, my, my, one of my old bands, we did Country and Rockabilly. We did a lot of Patsy Cline songs. Oh, and nice. Hank Williams. So I remember reading a little bit about oh, cool. some of that. Right on. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, David Spade's got a new show, Movie TV Entertainment News, this week. Have you guys heard about David Spade's new show? It's going to be on Comedy Central. And it's going to be a late-night show. And it's going to be on Monday through Thursday after The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. It's called Lights Out with David Spade. I think he's hilarious. Yeah. So oh, Have you seen that movie that came out on Netflix for a little while, just recently? No. What What was it? Oh, man. I can't, I can't remember what it's called. But he's basically a, a stepfather that wasn't in the picture. And it's a com- super comedy, oh, and nice. it has like a couple of those kids on the, from Disney or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. But it was actually hilarious. Nice. Okay. So, well, this is, quote, a signature take on the pop culture news of the day. Rotating group of spe- um, Spade's comedian and celebrity friends incorporating sketches and field segments. So there you go. Have you guys heard about Letterkenny? That city, I, I, no. I think you might enjoy Chris as a fan of Trailer Park Boys. A lot of the fans <laughs> from Trailer Park Boys really enjoy Letterkenny uh, because it's a Canadian uh, series. I have Hulu, so I'll have to check it out. Dude, you got to check it out. It's set in a rural Canadian community featuring a variety of backwoods characters and hockey players. And it's like, it's basically a lot of people <laughs> say it's like Trailer Park Boys in, in a lot of ways. So it's going to be coming out October 14th. Uh, on Hulu original series. Uh, so that's going to be happening later this year. So check that out. Uh, kind of weird. HBO canceling Vice News after seven years. The Vice Media has changed ownership. The original guy, Josh Tyrangiel, uh, he was with Vice from the beginning. And now this guy, Jesse Angelo, is set to oversee the news, TV, and digital at Vice. But HBO is not going to be having it anymore. So uh, interesting. Um, Dark Phoenix and all that disappointed at the box office. Did you guys? Did you see any of it, Chris? Any of the box office ones this weekend? No. Past weekend, I should say. Uh, Dark Phoenix opened below expectations and well behind the uh, openings of the series original. I have been so far behind with late late right. music coming out <laughs> personally. Yeah. But, so uh, is this is this a, one of the Marvel movies? Yeah, I guess this is. Um, no, this is X Men. Uh, Dark Phoenix is like she's Jean Grey's character, and I guess Dark Phoenix is oh, okay. Yeah, another, yeah. She turns evil or something like that. I'm not really sure on it. it with well, I remember. I think it was the very first X Men movie she was on that, and I think she was the main. She ended up being one of the main villains. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was Sophie Turner though who played it. I can't remember who that played was. Jean that Grey. was the early 2000s, like the first movie with like Wolverine and yeah, stuff. I'm trying they've to had, remember who played had like 20, that character. 20 X-Men movies since then. Oh, yeah. I got to get Dahlia in for this. She's got to see this. The Doctor Sleep trailer. Have you guys heard about Doctor Sleep? No. So Doctor Sleep is the sequel to The Shining. Wow. And it's, it's starring Ewan McGregor. And, oh, uh, wow. Yeah, so I got to get Dahlia uh, back in there. Okay. Back in here for a sec. You guys talk to the listeners. Tell them a funny story. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just leave us to fly the plane. <laughs> Why don't you? Crash and burn. Chris, I defer to you. <laughs> well, well, how about today, George? I mean, the, the last time I saw you, yeah, uh, we were uh, at Iron Maiden concert. Yes, we were. That was a lot of fun. That was a... It was probably. I think it was the second day, second time I saw them. Oh yeah. Um, and you were with uh, this is my homie Craig Fressy. Yeah. 
He, he's a good guy, too. Oh, yeah, the best. <laughs> and uh, I was with Chris, actually, the con- That's coincidental. Right. That's right. We all met up on the lawn. Yep. It was a... Uh, I just remember it being a typical Iron Maiden concert, which is what you would expect. I, I saw mean, lots they, of they, they don't have... <laughs> they don't have a bad show, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I was thoroughly entertained. Okay. So Thank God you're back. I'm, I'm back. <laughs> I had to get her in here because she knows a lot about Stephen King. <laughs> and I respect your opinion okay. on it. So that's why I wanted you to see this. This trailer just came out. By the time you guys are hearing this podcast on Friday, it came out on Thursday morning, uh, which is today uh, for us all right now. So anyway, <laughs> hasn't been seen before. Um, for anyone here in the room, you guys haven't seen it yet, have you? No. Nope. Okay. So it's starring Ewan McGregor. Let's turn it up. Where's the remote? Oh, here we go. This is a sequel to The Shining. This is a sequel to The Shining. This is Danny Torrance as an adult. We're watching Ewan McGregor uh, basically kind of sleeping in his bed. He's writing some stuff on the wall. The wall just kind of like exploded. He apparently still gets a lot of these psychic... So is this? It's called the Shine, babe. <laughs> That's right. Is this supposed, <laughs> so? Is it supposed to be after? Yes. Like, yes. Continuation of his character now. Your magic, like me, she says, and he's like, no. Yeah, so check it out. Those are the vampires, I think, right? Hi there. I only met two or three people like us. That carpet. I know, right? I don't know about magic. I I was called it the shiny. It's kinda like going between now and back and forth at the overlook. He meets this younger girl, it looks like, who has the same ability as him. Watching him back at the overlook. There's the door. There's the door. Yeah. Jack stuck his head through and busted down. Oh, he's looking through it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what do you guys think? Who directed? Uh, I think it might say right here. A Mike Flanagan film. Okay. Directed by Mike Flanagan. Because, I, sure. I mean, I can't tell because it was cutting back and forth to The Shining... Did it all almost look like, like Kubrick? It's, it, does it flash back in, during the movie? When you, it looks when, like when you it. 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 looks that way. I think yeah. it does. The elevator door is opening. That's definitely from... Yeah, with the blood and then him yeah. going into room 237. Good. So what do you think, Dahlia? I'm, I'm sold. I'm wondering if in this film they're going to be doing too many flashbacks of like the Kubrick era. I know, and I'm wondering if they kind of did that gonna to sell this in. trailer, like kind of like overload on that a little bit, like to tie people to catch you. You know, I wonder like, if yeah. the style of the movie is going to be the Kubrick style. You know, I'm hoping he, exactly. it's something like that. Well, the, the woman going down the aisle in the in the grocery store, that perfect uh, symmetry, that, that right. angle, that's the totally ca- the, cool. a lot of those the camera shots. shots. Yeah, yeah, those are a lot of the similar shots, right? So I'm definitely so going it looks to like watch kind it. Kind of a an homage, or I'm sorry. Homage. 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 <laughs> to, uh, to Kubrick. <laughs> yeah, so it looks pretty good. Yeah, I'm interested. So I thought I, I wanted to share it with you guys, so I'm glad you guys liked it too. Um, I didn't feel it like... It almost like, kind of gave me chills in the beginning. I'll probably red box it or, or just download it when it comes out No, you digitally. won't watch it in the movie theaters? You won't watch it. You know, I, it takes a, you it know, takes a, a to lot there. to get me to the theater, really. We have these free passes from time to time, and that's sometimes... The only reason that we go, to be honest, yeah. I wouldn't pay t- over twenty dollars to see a film. Really, any <laughs> hardly any of them, except like Star Wars ones. I love seeing Star Wars stuff. Anyway, 
Uh, more movie d- TV entertainment news. Cuba, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. is speaking out about the alleged groping. Have you guys heard about this? No. He's apparently going to turn himself into the M- NYPD uh, Police Department and will be arrested for allegedly groping a woman, he tells TMZ. He insists he did nothing wrong, though, but he's turning himself in, cooperating, I guess, and there should be video to prove his innocence, he says. Uh, he was apparently en route from L.A. to New York City when he spoke with T- TMZ. A woman is accusing him of groping her breasts at the Magic Hour rooftop bar and lounge in Manhattan. He claims <laughs> wow. he was there partying but did nothing uh, to her. So, I don't know. It's kind of crazy, right? Um, seems like these days anyone could just, yeah, he grabbed my boobs at the bar that night. and He was there, so he's not denying it. Uh, but he's saying he didn't do anything wrong. I don't know. What do you guys think? <laughs> Does it mm. sound fishy? Well, I mean, I'd like to know more about the story, I think, before I yeah. put judgment yeah, on it. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Fair enough. Do you have low energy? Fatigue? A case of the moon days? Do you feel stranded, alone, and lost in the bleak void of primitive human existence? Longing for an ambrosia that will perk clarity and pull you from the dull sludge of your dismal life and family? Ball Jack's the key. Made from a patented blend of a thousand milligrams of taurine. For the drive of a true ball jack champion. 300 cc's of caffeine stacked. 5,000 milliliters of ginkgo biloba. Helping to stimulate the brain and regain the memory loss as a result of drinking ball jack. <laughs> Plus 20 cardiograms straight from the delta thorax of a living Malaysian tiger. Wow. And an ounce of pineapple juice concentrate. Ball jack will transform you from the pathetic, lazy, stupid, idiot slob that you are right now to something akin to a Busta Rhymes hype man in just seconds. <laughs> grab the intensity. Grab the heat. Grab some ball jack right in the ball jack. Available at participating local motels. Copyright thegaragerockshow.com. All rights reserved. Winton, California. Just listen to the non-force consumer testimonials from Nancy in Huskogee, Wyoming. <laughs> Come on, Nancy. No, no. <laughs> See, she's she's just she's so jacked out of her mind right now. She can't even properly put to words, Charles. Just listen to the non-force consumer testimonial from James from Red Eye District of New Jersey. James, how do you how do you feel about Ball Jack, James? <laughs> James, James. James, James is jacked out of his mind right now too. He can't even put it oh, into words James. either. <laughs> Ball Jack, guaranteed little to no teeth loss. Um, let's move on to some sports news real quick. Women beat Thailand 13-0 to in the World Cup opening game in women's soccer. I don't know if you guys saw any of the highlights, but it was insane. I don't even know. Like, the Thailand World Cup team shouldn't even have been out there uh, in the state they were. Wait, 13-0? 13-0. Like That's an amazingly high soccer score. It's it's crazy. They're ranked number one American uh, girls team, but still, it was just wild. So, And uh, also, look at this. The Bruins... Losing big time to the Blues as the Blues become the first, uh, the first franchise ever NHL championship last night in 52 years. For the that's a long time. I know. Imagine like some old men that have been there since the beginning that are finally mm-hmm. getting that right, finally getting that win. Well, congrats to our sometime uh, contributor here, Kurt. Yeah, Kurt's a big Blues fan. So totally. yeah, congrats to you, Kurt. Uh, very cool win. That's a cool picture, man. Those guys look like they're having a blast. Uh, unfortunately, the Warriors game is going on right now as we're recording this, and Durant has surgery for his rup- ruptured Achilles tendon, which is like a super serious um, thing to be recovering from. Ouch. Uh, so they're down three games to two, and they got a win tonight. By the time you guys are hearing this, that info will be out of date because... Uh, we'll have to see who wins. We don't know. We won't know till later tonight. Um, this was crazy, too. Did you hear about this? David Ortiz, the um, Boston Red Sox star, he was shot in the Dominican Republic over the weekend. Did you guys hear about this? No. Some guy was paid $7,800 to orchestrate the attack, and he was shot at a bar on Sunday. The shooter was identified as 25-year-old Rolfi Ferreira, uh, the police director didn't say who hired him. Four other suspects pursued an attack, which was carried out by two men on a motorcycle, assisted by two other groups of people in cars. So, crazy, right? There's uh, a lot of fishy stuff going on down there, isn't there? Uh, yeah, Dominican Republic. Um, so he had to be flown back to Boston. Uh, I've heard of other stuff happening down there. Oh, I bet. Um, 
Did you hear about this random weird shit? Justin Bieber wants to fight Tom Cruise in a UFC fight, and he's asking Dana White to put on the fight. He put in a tweet, quote, I want to challenge Tom Cruise to a fight in the octagon. Tom, if you don't take this fight, you're scared and you'll never live it down. Celebrity deathmatch revisited. Wow. (laughs) Celebrity deathmatch come to light. Remember that uh, claymation? Claymation. (laughs) Shit. So, I don't know. Uh, and apparently Conor McGregor offered to host it with his his, his uh, pr- uh, production company, McGregor Sports and Entertainment, will host the bout, McGregor tweeted. <laughs> so, shit. I, I remember seeing when it was uh, uh, Joey Bonaducci versus uh, Screech. <laughs> A celebrity death I think uh, Screech lost. <laughs> For some reason, I think he lost, but Probably. I can't remember. <laughs> oh, I saw this. Yeah, world news. Check this out. Uh, Mass march in Hong Kong. A crowd estimated up to a million people, guys, flooded the streets of Hong Kong to protest a proposal to allow people to be extradited to mainland China to face trial. Hong Kong has been an autonomous territory of China since the British colonial authorities handed it over in 1999. So it's been basically not part of China. Now they're saying that you can be extradited to China to be tried for your crimes. Is... uh Hong Kong's just a city, isn't it? I think it's a province. Yeah, I think so. Um, but I don't know for sure on that. I guess it's a city, but it would be a huge city. I know it's very, very large. I think it's a province, though. Check this out. Look at these locusts. <laughs> I guess this is where the, uh, what do they call that? The uh, the reckoning or something where oh, the boy. fucking locusts come out. <laughs> sure. uh, it's happening in the Italian island of Sardinia. A massive swarm of a million or more locusts have descended on the area. It's the Italy, Italy's Farming Association is saying the grasshoppers are causing damage to crops and posing a danger to livestock. It's not clear what the cause of the swarm is, and the Farming Association says it's looking into options. But look at some of those photos. That's nuts, right? Bunch of grasshoppers everywhere. Uh, so be safe, our Italian listeners. <laughs> yeah. um, this was... This was ended up being a good thing, but also a very shameful thing at the same time as the House Judiciary Committee unanimously passed a bill, which should have been passed. I don't even understand why it was an issue for the 9-11 Victim Compensation Fund after comedian John Stewart gave in a very impassioned testimony. Did you guys I see did. any of the footage? I did. I was really uh, not surprised that he's capable of that, but uh, I, I thought was he pretty did a moved by it. I yeah. was pretty moved by it. Uh, Chris, did you see any of the footage? I no? didn't see any footage. I don't have any of it here, but um, it was basically you're looking at some of the people that were the survivors and first responders there that are very sick and on uh, basically life support, a lot of them, and their funding got cut in half, and uh, they were supposed to be paid through 2020, and they started cutting wow. that cutting that out, you know? It was uh, funded for only funded for five years, though, the end, through the end of 2020. The fund aimed to provide necessary financial support for the thousands who suffered serious medical issues, including a spate of cancer diagnoses after the 2001's attack. So at least, he, you know, I, I like it when people people are always like uh, the one thing that I hate is when it's like, oh, shut up. You're a celebrity. Don't, you know, stick to your job uh, and making people laugh or being a musician. Right. Just play your guitar. No one wants to hear your opinions. The way I look at that is like, well, if you're a plumber or you're any other type of thing, do you want anyone saying the same thing to you? Oh, you're just a plumber, John. No one gives a fuck what you think about politics. Stick to your plumbing, you know, (laughs) or uh, oh, Joe, Joe, you're just a landscaper, man. No one gives a fuck what you think about the local political environment. You're just a landscaper, man. Just dig your ditches, you know, right? That doesn't sound right either. No, so we shouldn't be. That doesn't uh, sound American. And and honestly, these guys like John Stewart, whether you like him or not, you think he's some leftist guy or this or that. He's bringing awareness to a very valid cause, and people who actually do this, I say more power to you, keep speaking up, doing stuff like this. Whether you agree with it or not, at least these people are getting you know the help they deserve now because someone like Jon Stewart well, stood seems, up. Well, it seems like right. they shouldn't have had whatever compensation they had set up cut in the first place. Yeah, it ran out. Right, exactly. That was the whole thing and that's why they were fucking pissed off and rightfully so. If you had a contract with somebody that says I'm paying you through 2020 and they start giving you half of what they were giving you on the last year and then they're like, well, we don't even have enough money to figure finish it out for the year. It's like, yeah. fuck you. What are you talking about, right? Anyway, um, did you guys see any of the footage of this? Um, no. There was a huge I, I fire. I did hear about this. Yeah, there was a huge fire in Six Flags Magic Mountain 
uh, down in Southern California in Valencia, and they had to evacuate. Hopefully, it the doesn't park. hit one of the wood coasters. I know, right? <laughs> that would uh, go up like a. It was huge, and they had to evacuate the park. It was so much smoke down there. So, uh, for our listeners in Southern California, that was crazy. Um, here we go. Cat declawing has become illegal in New York. It's the first in the U.S., which is crazy. I'm thinking, like, damn, there's no other states that this is illegal. It's it's pretty uh, inhumane. What, um, what do they mean, declawing? Do, okay. they mean, do, do they mean just clipping their nails? No, it's a lot more than a pedicure. It involves surgically amputating most of the cast's first toe bones, and it can cause long-lasting pain and behavioral problems. Cats are declawed to prevent them from scratching up their owner's furniture, usually, or children. If somebody has a, a, a small child, they don't want a cat, the cat to scratch that's them or whatever. That's not natural. I don't think that's something that right? should be done. They're yeah. getting in there and, and cutting the bones, like surgically yeah. amputating those bones. Then they can't defend just themselves. Clip, they can't climb a fence to get away from a dog. A I know, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm glad that uh, that's you know happening in New York. Right on. You know, So good for you guys. Um, in memoriam this week, a couple deaths, guys. Ghetto Boys Bushwick Bill uh, passed away, uh, an unlikely hip-hop legend. His lyrics were pretty dark, a lot of morbid stuff. He was into a lot of the horror movie violence uh, style drawn from... Uh, he was he- part of another group, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, the, the Ghetto, Ghetto Boys. Boys. Yeah, the Ghetto Boys. Um, they had I think some- they were popular just before I was kind of coming of age. Yep. Um, he said, quote, you know, back... This is like in 1990s, like... People want to hear what's going around uh, on around them in everyday life. War, blood, violence. It's okay for the president to start a war in Iraq, but it's okay for me to talk. It's not okay for me to talk about what I see around me in the ghetto. He went on to say, if people believe that the ghetto boys really do stuff like mind of a, on mind of a lunatic, they must also believe that there's a real Freddy Krueger and a real Michael Myers. He told Spin, which is kind of a good point to make. So. Um, also in memor- memoriam this week, Dr. John, uh, New Orleans legend, Dr. John passing away at the age of 77. And Black Keys frontman Dan Auerbach apparently recorded with him and used his studio. And uh, he said, quote, I was in my studio, the same one where we made the record when I heard he had died. It was totally unexpected. I, did a- I heard a few things from the people that he wasn't well. But it was actually a scientific miracle that he lived as long as he did. He abused his body for a long time, uh, but crazy. So, uh, R.I.P. Dr. John. Conspiracy Corner this week. Did you hear about this? Uh, we all remember, I think, right, when Kim Jong-un's brother was killed, when they, like, smeared that Some, stuff. Somebody, like, used a pen or something and squirted it in, a, in his face? No, they, like these that. women sm- uh, smeared a nerve agent on his face at an airport. They claimed they thought they were carrying out a stunt for a TV show at the time. They were it was they were saying these women supposedly thought they were it was a prank TV show. Like, you know, you go up and rub this on this guy's face and it's a joke, right? And the nerve agent ended up killing the guy, you know? And these women say, are claiming that they didn't know that it was all part of this conspiracy here's the deal yeah. they're finding we're finding out now that the wall street journal is reporting that this guy was actually a cia informant who met with people from the agency several times uh there was a, a quote nexus between kim and the cia he hadn't lived in north korea for several years at the time he was killed and the report said he was likely in contact with the intelligence services of other countries too so I bet you they knew that he was an informant, and that's why they killed him in that regard. So it's just kind of crazy to think about, right? This stuff's coming out. So who knows? I mean, this is all speculative, but still, it's just you start adding up those things, right? All right, check out this photo of the moon. It shows the uh, topography of the moon. The warmer colors indicate high topography. Basically, it's showing there's this mass discovered on the moon, and scientists are bewildered by it. They've discovered it. Discovering it right now. Yeah, April 2019 study published by the Journal of Geophysical Research said that the mass contained metal from an asteroid that crashed into the celestial satellite, which resulted in a crater known as the lunar South Pole Attican Basin. So they're saying that this this metal is new now. It's a new thing. They've discovered metal in there. They knew that that was a crater and a basin, but now that they've been on the moon, they're able to discover that there was a huge pile of metal five times larger than that the big island of Hawaii and burying it underground. So that's how much unexpected mass they detected. 
So it's underground of the basin. So they just dis- discovered this, according to NASA, hmm. which is wild. Um, drone delivery of fast food. It's going to start happening in San Diego with Uber. They're working with McDonald's, and they're going to be... The future is here. They're going to be a dis-zone, uh, designated safe landing zones, and an Uber courier is going to be uh, picking it up from those designated uh, safe landing zones. Uh, so, yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't know. You think that's good, that really is the future? Like, that's what... <laughs> I've done DoorDash. Have you done DoorDash? Yeah, I've done DoorDash. I mean, that's basically the same thing, I guess. I don't know. I it's mean, just, it's a person driving your car, driving <laughs> instead a car of a drone it. with your fries spilling I guess them Dom- everywhere. Domino's has a uh, the self-driving car. Yeah, yeah. Autonomous it, it pulls vehicle. Up, it pulls up, and then the side opens. Have you seen the video? I haven't seen the video. But there's yeah, a, that's there's crazy. a video on YouTube. You can watch it, and it's actually a real thing. I guess some places have it. It's a self-driving car that comes up. It's like a Toyota Camry or some kind of car like that. I can't remember. Wow. But anyways, it pulls up, and it has, like, the wrap around it with big dominoes all the way around it. The side panel opens. You grab your pizza, and you sign or whatever. There you go. You're gone. Crazy, huh? Uh, All right, moving on to weekly WTF this week. As a man is suing his cryogenic company to get his father's head back. (laughs) It sounds like something out of, like, what, like, Judge Dredd or fucking uh, Demolition Man or something? But it's real life. A Montana man is suing a cryogenics company, uh, Alcor Life Extension Foundation, for a million dollars over his late dad. He says that his dad was a molecular biologist and biochemist and paid the company $120,000 to preserve his body indefinitely in the hopes that he could one day be brought back to life. But he was mailed his dad's cremated remains from the neck down before finding out the man's head was still frozen in liquid nitrogen. He adds that the dream his dad had of being brought back to life is impossible, and he just wants to cremate his head along with the rest of his body. Uh, but, yeah, I guess they oh, still have wow. his head. So that's kind of crazy, right? Uh, shit, anyway. Have you heard about the Chernobyl series on HBO, Chris? I have. Have you heard about that one? I have not. It's uh, been getting a lot of buzz. It's um, uh, Apparently now it's a tourist attraction, though. It's a real nuclear power plant that, you know, was the site of this April 1986 disaster. It's become this popular tourist destination. I remember it pretty vividly yeah. uh, when I was a kid. Yeah, so apparently people are going out there and getting photos, though. They say the ongoing radiation and toxicity of the area is still in there. In the, You know, it's still toxic. It's still radiating. Yeah. But they're saying that it's safe for the most part, but still, I don't know. If you, like, kind of just dart in and dart out. I, I don't I wouldn't risk it, me personally. Would you well, guys I, risk it? I don't uh, know. I don't know. It's kind of scary. I mean, just remember when I remember what, when I was a kid, how they talked about the plume of gas that streamed across the world. And oh, yeah, it's crazy. Yep. Um, all right, more weekly WTF. Look at this lady getting stuck in the kid's little trike uh, <laughs> one of those little mini cars the toy cars it's oh, like the fred flintstone cars yeah you push the f- with your feet fred fred flintstone fisher price yeah, one of my girls had one of them they, they had to cut her one. out of it with a knife because oh, she wow. couldn't get out uh look at her standing in she was in there for an hour <laughs> oh that's so funny okay question to you guys does the person sitting in the middle seat of a plane get both armrests or does he have to pick one so you know like an airplane's got three seats right yeah one on the left, one on the right, one in the middle has got both armrests. If you do it right, you can kind of share, like, the front and the back. Like, If you share if you it, though, someone's going to get right. two. If you share it, someone is going to get two armrests, uh. right? Someone out of this equation is going to get two armrests out of three <laughs> seats. Am I correct in I'd saying want that? At least, I think I am. I, I don't know. Would you do it? If you were in the middle, would you want both armrests? Like, I paid for the middle seat. I'm kind of... I'm kind of the bitch here. I want to put my <laughs> at least have both my arms here yeah. to create and guard you my space. You don't have the good view, and you can't just get yeah. up and get out. And now I can't even like guard my space and have both arms? Right. I usually uh, try and uh, – I think I – is it southwest? I think I, I can uh, – Oh, you can choose, huh? Yeah, you can choose, or you pay a little bit more, and you get, yeah. to, you get to board first or earlier. Right. And I'll do that. Right, right. 
This is a funny, this is the last story of the night. This is a funny way a market's trying to get people to use less of their plastic bags. So they've come up with these bags that say, this is one that says, into the weird adult video emporium on the outside of the bag. Uh, probably something you don't want to carry around. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. And cool. another one, it says, colon care co-op. And some other <laughs> ones, like Dr. Tao's wart ointment wholesale. <laughs> All kinds of shit, right? And so that way, no one's getting these bags. But some of them are getting them just because they're cool and interesting. <laughs> but this is going on in Vancouver's east-west market. So for our listeners in Vancouver, get one of those bags. They're awesome. So pretty cool. <laughs> I think that's pretty clever. Love it. That does it for us this week. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. Peace. Laters. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of the garage rock show tgrs assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein this disclaimer is posted in full at the garage rock show.com